What's up, everybody? Back at it again. Miami Comedy Podcast. Helena, Will Alco. Hey, guys. Welcome. How are you? Happy Sunday. Uh, I hope you guys are having an absolute blast with uh, whatever it is you do. This is probably the most leisure day of the week. I realize that uh, if I take today off, if I, if I focus on taking Sunday off, I get to enjoy my life for the next five to six days. So let this podcast episode be a reminder to take days off. Use your hands. I highly recommend using your hands. And I don't mean that in a way where it's uh, sexual, like jerking off or anything like that. Like use your hands, go build something in your house, go organize something. That room that you stuff all your stuff in, go in there, fix that shit up. Because uh, using your hands might be one of the most, uh, I think using your hands is some of the most therapeutic activities you can do whether it's painting piecing together something you know what I did I picked up bricks and I laid them out in the front lawn of my house and I did this nice little uh, pattern right and I started putting like these little plants and flowers in it oh it was a beautiful thing and I'm very uh let's just say I'm very satisfied with the results um I've been able to uh really get in touch with uh relaxing more and uh, let me tell you guys something that remember in 2020, when things were like really stressful, you guys remember in 2020, every time you turned on the news, every time you went on social media, there's always some bullshit going on, right? Everybody's always talking shit. There was even, I remember there was even people that were buying advertising to fear monger. Like when the vaccine was first being talked about, somebody actually went out of their way to buy ads to say the virus is evolving. And then on the top left corner, I see sponsored. I'm like, who the fuck is paying Facebook and Instagram to get this article out there like that? The virus is evolving. So even though there's a vaccine coming out, fuck it, it ain't gonna work. By the way, I paid $1,000 for me to let you know that. Really, Uh, Mr. Advertiser? So I don't know what's going on in terms of the news these days because I don't even tune in anymore. Instead, what I do is uh, I avoid social media other than just posting. I'm not going to lie, guys. I don't look at your stuff. There you go. I said it. I, I'm going to go ahead and admit it right now in today's episode. Uh, I, don't, I hardly look down my timeline these days, and it feels fucking amazing. I highly recommend anybody that's listening to this to do the same thing. Don't scroll up and down your timeline. Either that or... Uh, Open up a brand new account, right? So here's what you do. I'm going to go ahead and share it with you guys how to live a better life. You guys want to live a good life? It's this easy. Uh, Don't go down your timeline. That's number one. Or number two, start a brand new Instagram account or a TikTok account or hell, even a Facebook account apart from the one you already have because it's already too late, okay? Your old accounts, your old social media accounts, they're already full with old friends that you probably don't even talk to anymore. Let's face it. You met somebody in the bathroom that one time. Oh my God, let's be friends, right? You were hanging out at a party. Let's be friends. And then there they are littering your timeline with uh, baby photos, littering your timeline with what they think is going on in the news, right? Oh, and when they tell you that they, 
how many how many people out there have that one person that goes through like eight different relationships a year right like every every month or two they're always switching up somebody they're dating uh, i have various of those okay where it's like somebody that just uh complains about relationships and then is in multiple ones and they don't work out and it's like look i don't know how to tell you this like when the next time they post a photo of them with their new partner it's like look man i don't know how to tell you but there's an 80 to 90 percent chance this this one isn't going to work out either so don't get too attached <laughs> I always want to go down up and down my timeline and start giving people advice based on what I've been seeing in the patterns. Uh, another photo with another boyfriend. Uh, it might not work out. Just a friendly reminder. I'm still here for you. Uh, shady New York lady, Mr. Aliers. What's up, guys? Welcome to the chat. We're here talking about how to make your life better. All right. So uh, to get back to, to my main point here, if you want to make your life better, start a brand new Instagram, Facebook, social media account and start following. Start following things that you want to see on a daily basis. Okay. If you start following things you want to see on a daily basis, the quality of your life will change so quickly that you wouldn't even, you wouldn't even comprehend why your life has been turning around. Because I believe that the main reason you feel uh, stressed, anxious, upset, is because there's some other motherfucker out there doing it to you. (laughs) What's up, Winton? Oh, the most racist comedian is on. Shout out to Winton. Jenny Jukes, welcome to the chat. We're here talking about how to make, how to live a good life. So, all right, so let's break it down so far. Uh, don't go up and down your timeline, all right? Uh, or if you, wanna, if you wanna have a timeline, start a brand new account and start following things that matter. Uh, so like, you know, for example, what I would start following is hashtag big booties, right? I think I think a, I think a timeline with nothing but like people twerking. I think that's a very peaceful life, you know, because you just tune in and you're just like life is good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, also, maybe some art. Okay, what's up, Andrea? Maybe if you follow some accounts that like you know showcase art, like you know, it's very satisfying to see somebody like sculpting something or like using their hands to do something like and. You know, like you would see like a mold of clay and then you're just like, oh, what's going to come out of that? And then they start sculpting it. And then at the end, it's like, oh, my God, Batman, who would have thought? Right. Like for some reason, those videos for me are extremely relaxing. And you just follow you get an Instagram account and you just follow that. And the only time you will ever scroll your timeline, the only way you would ever do that is if you're in the right account following the right things. Because, look, let's face it, your high school friends, your college friends, people you've met every once in a while, hell, even your family can get on your fucking nerves if you see their timeline. I would say, I would say if you just follow people that you know on your social media, you're bound to see something that just ruins your fucking day. Straight up, right? Like I can't post a photo, like for example, like I got a lot of family from like Ecuador and Colombia and New York following my account. And then every time I post a photo of me and what I'm doing, one of them always has to write in Spanish, uh, que simpatico me veo. Ay, <laughs> Manuelito, tú ves tan simpatico en esta foto. Saludos. It's like, you're ruining my game, auntie from Ecuador. <laughs> this is a thirst trap for the ladies. This isn't for you. <laughs> Ruins my whole fucking day. So I suggest make an account with a completely different timeline. And, and, and just switch it up because that's how you live a good life, okay? Another way to live a good life, make time for yourself. 
Make time for yourself and don't get anywhere near uh, a connected Wi-Fi internet world. Make time for yourself and like take a walk, pick up, pick up something. Like I picked up bricks with my hands and I already felt there. Like it was, I don't know how to explain it to you, to be, to be honest with you. I don't know how the hell picking up a, a bunch of bricks was so therapeutic. It was just like, I looked at my dirty hands. I saw these bricks. And also I was very impressed on how many bricks I can hold. Not to brag, but I'm pretty strong these days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm pretty strong. So I'm holding up these, 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 these bricks and then I'm laying them out in my front yard and I'm making these patterns within it. I mean, on the sides of the, the driveway and I put these plants in the middle. And then after like an hour or two of doing that, man, I completely forgot about anything that was stressing me out. As a matter of fact, I feel now like I can handle whatever's about to come just because I laid out some bricks in the front yard. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know why, but it was, it was one of the most relaxing things I've ever done. And I haven't done anything like that for like years. So don't take it for granted. And you know what I did right after I laid out those bricks? You know what I did? I went to Publix. I got a bag of chicken wings. And as we speak, listening to this podcast, such Jenny Jux, as we speak, listen, I mean, recording this podcast, as we speak, there's a, a grill right on the other side of that door over there, lit and ready to go. I'm going to lay out some fucking wings. I'm going to use my hands. I'm going to turn those motherfuckers over. And here's how we're going to do it. We're going to do half chicken fingers. I mean, I had chicken fingers, half barbecue chicken, half hot sauce, right? Like chicken, uh, buffalo, buffalo wing sauce, right? That way you get that savory. You could switch from the barbecue over to the spicy and vice versa. And those, it's the little details, guys. It's the little details like that that makes life worth living, right? Like you're just going to sit there. You're going to see the sun setting have a nice beer in your hand and you're gonna be like wow man life is fucking amazing what makes life so amazing manny i got barbecue wings and buffalo wings back to back with a corona right so anybody that's out there listening anybody that's listening to the podcast when it's once it's recorded it's in the details but you've got to make time for those details to occur if you're stuck in traffic you can't enjoy the details because the details actually piss you off. I'm going to tell you guys a story real quick. I drove to South Beach last night by accident. Okay. By accident, I ended up on the fucking bridge and I didn't know because they fucking laid out the curfew so randomly. Like for some reason, Miami decided to say, hey, South Beach closes at eight. Nobody goes in or out of South Beach. And so then everybody tried to ransack South Beach in the, like at 7, 7.30 to kind of beat the curfew before they implement it. They closed down the fucking bridge. So there I am on, on the bridge for two hours. And I'm looking around. I'm trying to, you know, be in the moment. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm stressed out. There's no worse feeling than you being stuck in traffic and you look out in the distance and you just see a red, a sea of red fucking lights all across the fucking street, all the way down. It looked like, bro, I don't know how to explain it. It looked like a fucking blood vessel on how red this sea of lights were, okay? So I'm stuck for like two hours and I try to get in the moment and I'm looking around and I just look at people's faces. I see people twerking on on top of a car. (laughs) Well, that one I kind of enjoyed. That one kind of put me at ease because I laughed a little bit. I don't know why, but people when they're stuck in traffic during spring break, they got to jump out and they got to twerk. I mean, how can you not, how can you not enjoy spring break unless you, you twerk in traffic, right? That's like the staple. 
you know, the same way, uh, the same way uh, St. Louis and uh, what is it? What's that festival? What's the one in New Orleans? Uh, New Orleans festival where people go out in the street and get drunk. We just, here's, all right, you know what? This is actually a great segue. Here's what we need to do in South Beach during spring break. We need to turn it into a fucking festival. Okay. Rather than trying to combat it, you turn it into a festival. Don't combat it because when you combat it, you're only going to get more people coming out. Mardi Gras. There you go. Thank you, Jenny Jukes. Okay. We need to make spring break Mardi Gras, but like a dangerous version of it. Okay. Where it's no holds barred. You do whatever the fuck you want in South beach. And it's almost like the hunger games. Like why can't we do that? Why can't we do Miami beach Mardi Gras or Miami beach hunger games where you go to that part of the city and everybody just fends for themselves. Okay. It's not my fault. You wanted to buy real estate in a popular Miami beach area. Okay. Now the tax of that is during spring break, there's going to be bullets flying people fighting in the streets, but there's always a good, there's always a good piece of content being generated from that. So you might even go viral in the process. All you need to do is pull out your phone at the right time. You get a nice little clip of a fight. A titty comes out. You post that on Instagram. Next thing you know, you got a thousand more followers in the morning right there. So everybody wins one way or another. Oh, I live in a really bad area when it comes to spring break, pull out your phone, double down. Okay. Get some followers in the process. You're good to go. All right. But we need to do a Mardi Gras in Miami beach and not make it seem like what's happening there is necessarily a bad thing. Let them fucking fight. Let them fight. Let just fucking ransack South. It's only once a year, right? It's not like it's every day. Let the people move in. Let the people fight. Let the people do violent acts. Let people go viral in the process. Right. The nightlife goes up. The, the liquor sales go up. Right. <laughs> Bullets and arms and firearms, they go up. It's good for the economy. South Beach Grood Bash. Yeah, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to call it. It's, it's just everybody fends for themselves. All right. And then, like, you know, you sound the alarm <whistles> when it's about to happen. Right. Uh, the South Beach Grood Festival. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. Vice Nights. There you go. Hey, you guys are getting creative with it. Yeah, you call it Miami Beach Vice Nights. And it's like three days a year where everybody just goes in the streets and does whatever they want. That way, bro, you know how many people would come down? It it would make it more diverse. If you were to bring more people into our city during spring break, rather than just saying spring break in Miami Beach, you give it a title like that. Vice Nights in Miami Beach. Bring your guns, bring your machetes. Bring your uh, your iron knuckle, your your iron fist, or what? What do you call it? the knuckles? Right, go in there and fucking have fun. Crab legs are half off. <laughs> Bring the music you want to listen to, right? And then you'll have people all over the world coming down to fight. There you go. All right. Before we continue riffing on this topic, let me get to the reads, everybody. All right. This show is sponsored by Lu Venus. Fresh, fair food, water size is funny. Thank you, man. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Brass knuckles. There we go. Iron knuckles. I'm watching too much fucking kung fu movies. Oh, I'm thinking iron fist. All right. L.E. Venus, everybody, is a health insurance agent and a subject matter expert in the world of health insurance. So use him to, as a resource. If you have questions, he has answers. The people he helps the most are those who do not have health insurance because they believe it to be unaffordable. And those who do have health insurance are complaining about how much it costs. 
He can help anyone anywhere with anything regarding their health insurance. So call him today. Elie Venus, 305-335-3944. His email is leu.vinas at ushadvisors.com. Thank you, Elie. All right, moving on. Yeah, if you get shot during vice nights in South Beach, hit up Elie, man. You'll be covered as you go to the ER. What happened? Vice nights. This guy actually had the balls to go in the middle of a fight. Unarmed. Um, no, I think, I think if we were to, to market spring break in Miami Beach differently, and instead of going against the grain, you go with it, you know, you probably end up even having sponsors, man. Like, you could, like, I'll give you an example. Like, if you were to have, like, a light beer sponsor, Vice Nights in South Beach during spring break, you can say, you know, you can get creative with the copy. You can say something like, do you not want to black out in the middle of a fight? Drink uh <laughs> drink bud light <laughs> you get a good buzz but it won't black you out so you can still focus when the swinging starts happening <laughs> do you want to duck on time but be drunk as at the same time then it's bud time <laughs> oh man tequila is probably the best what's the best alcohol to get in a fight in I would say uh, tequila and vodka would probably be the best. Like if someone were to be like, hey, man, let's step outside. Let's fucking have a fight, right? Let's fight. Let's go outside. Let's fucking, you want to talk shit? Let's go outside. I'd be like, bartender, shout a tequila, please. You know, you go out. And then like the best thing about being drunk is that you probably won't feel the pain as much because I think people, from what I can tell, oh, tequila, since it's the only upper. Oh, is that what it is? So vodka is a downer and tequila is an upper? Hennessy, Mr. 74 says Hennessy. <laughs> What's up, Mr. 74? Uh, yeah, if I were to get in a fight, it would be tequila. So vodka's a downer. Vodka's like, look, man, I don't want to fight, man. Uh, yeah, vodka would probably black you out. I think, bro, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Like, I've seen fights. Have you ever seen those fights that it, the guy, when he hits the other person and he blacks out or he gets knocked out? Have you ever noticed that sometimes the hits don't land that well and they still knockout like do you ever wonder like people like faking it right like i just want to get i just want this fight to be over let me like you know he gives you like a glancing blow and then you're just like fuck it that's good enough let me just <laughs> what's the name of the animal that pretends to be dead so that you can leave it alone that's what i would do like somebody would try to swing at me and like it goes over my hair and then i just go the only thing that would suck is if you fake getting knocked out they might go down down with daylight savings time <laughs> Uh, Facebook says, is this live? Yes, this is live. Welcome to the chat. We're here talking about Sunday Funday, how to enjoy your life, and how to make Miami Beach uh, marketable during the spring break uh, craziness. Yo, shake the dust, man. I've seen fights where the guy will, will swing, right? And it's like some weird, it lands weird. Like it doesn't even look like it hit him well, right? There's no, right? There's no connect. Or like if there is a connect, it's a very loose one. And then the guy, right? And it's like, dude, that guy's faking it. That guy did not get knocked out. He just wants the fight to be over. He used as, a, like, imagine getting hit soft, and then you tell yourself, you're just like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and just go down with that one because it didn't hurt that much. I think that, I think some fights, there's some fight videos that do that where the guy just fakes to get knocked out in order to end it then and there. Good vibes going to check out Cisco Duran at the Miami Improv. Oh, yeah, man, Cisco, definitely check him out. Uh, sweet Caroline. Oh yeah. You came in. Oh, 74. Yeah. I know you, man. What's up, brother. 
Yeah, thanks for uh, coming out that one time. Tell Cisco I say hi. Uh, Jan Suarez, welcome. Miami Beach is over. When, will kill, when would killed it in 2014? No, I believe Miami Beach can make a comeback, man. And Miami Beach can even be better than Wynwood. Because Wynwood, what does Wynwood attract, man? Hipsters? People that like graffiti art? You know? Like, I like the Wynwood area. I like the bars that are there. I like the nightlife. But come on, let's face it, guys. The, 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 the quote-unquote art there isn't really up to par. Let's face it, man. Let's have a, let's have a, let's have a conversation as adults here, all right? We're all adults. Let's take a good hard look at 80 to 90% of the art you find in Wynwood and, and tell, me, tell me why it's called art. <laughs> right, like I remember one time, like I was looking at a, at, a, at, a, at a quote unquote piece of art and it was a baby Hulk. And I was looking at myself, it was like, so what's the message here? <laughs> What are we looking at at this uh, green muscular baby? Oh, it, uh, it implies the struggle of the fear that a baby has as well as the rage when it doesn't get what it wants. <laughs> like, come on, man, let's face it. Some of the art over in Wynwood is like, it's random. Like I sometimes believe that what, it, what uh, someone does in a mural is like, all right, let's put two things together and just paint an entire wall off of it. Uh, what comes to mind? a bologna sandwich, and a frog leg. Oh, I get it. Let's make a sandwich with little frog feet sticking out and graffiti it 20 feet by 20 feet. And then you just walk by, you're like, oh, look, a sandwich with frog legs in it. That's crazy. The art in this piece is just so in-depth. What does he mean by a frog being in a sandwich? That we need to respect our reptilian brothers. <laughs> The reptiles in the world has allowed us to evolve and we need to treat them with respect. Maybe we're all big angry babies. Oh, there you go. Look at Mr. 74, he's a, he's a, he's a philosopher. <laughs> I would love to debate with you looking at one of those pieces of art where you show up and, and it's like, well, what is this? What is this green baby art thing? And then you just show up rubbing your chin and you'd be like, cut the bullshit, man. This is clearly depicting how we all are babies. As a matter of fact, you acting like a baby right now, not appreciating this great piece of art. <laughs> and you know, you know, when somebody walks in rubbing their chin, you already lost, right? There's no, there's no worse feeling than seeing somebody rubbing their chin and giving you a rebuttal. Oh, you might as well just quit. <laughs> because if you're standing like this with your arms to the sides and you're just taking it in and someone's just looking at you like, let me tell you something. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, let me just uh, say something about what you're talking about. Uh, I, I lost, man. Whatever you're about to say, I know I already lost the battle. Uh, take selfie. Reptilian was funny. Maybe we're all being angry, baby. Uh, shit, I, I think that's what happened to Nate Robinson. He wasn't knocked out, uh, just butthurt. <laughs> Hips of trash got replaced by reggaetoneros. Well, reggaetoneros have always been in, uh, and, I, and I wear glasses. <laughs> That's it. It's over. You rubbing your chin and you're wearing glasses, it's fucking over. Whatever it is that you're about to say, you win. You can go against somebody like Jordan Peterson on the Joe Rogan podcast. And then all you got to do is like Jordan Peterson says his, his, his uh, point. And then, oh, and you know what? Here's the three. Here's the trifecta on how to win an argument. Uh, you got to rub your chin. You got to wear glasses. And you also got to pause before you say your answer. He goes, to, and you got to talk, oh, you know what? Let's make it four. You got to talk really slow, 
Right. So you just show up. You're like, hey, man. Let me tell you something. You're talking shit. <laughs> oh, God damn, you're right. And anything that happens after that, like if you try to like argue with someone that is talking like that, rubbing his chin with glasses on, if you try to like prove another point, that's, that's, that's already grounds to getting knocked out. <laughs> I said I made my point. Don't you see me rubbing my chin? Things are about to get dangerous, man. You don't want to keep talking. Uh, I was watching this video. <laughs> I was watching this video today on uh, social media, right? And it was this guy that was running from his bar tab in Miami Beach. Did you guys see this video? It was fucking hilarious, man, because he tried to like pump fake them. There's nothing better than seeing a video of someone like pump faking the cops or like somebody trying to like apprehend someone, you know? What's up, SLP? Almost Maritza. We're here talking about uh, Sunday fun day and spring break in Miami Beach, as well as proving a point, rubbing your chin and looking at art in Wynwood. Uh, so there's this video out there. I think, it got, I think it's viral because I saw like three accounts posting it. So apparently there was some guy on like Ocean Drive. Uh, I think it was Ocean Drive where he like got a whole bunch of food and drinks or whatever. And then he ran on his tab. And you know what? Why hasn't that happened before? I mean, if you're dining on Ocean Drive, not only is it easy to run away from your tab. Yeah, waiters tag team. That's the one. That's it. It's so easy to run away from your tab in Miami Beach because you're like, you're right there. Like who wouldn't run away from their tab? You're sitting there. You're ordering. You, you, when you dine and drink in that, in that walk area of Ocean Drive, all you got to do is order fucking onion rings and a margarita. And for some reason, your bar tab is $224. I don't know why, but I, it's called price gouging. But what they do, they do it in a very, they, they do it in a very like a specific way where you would go in there, right? You look at the onion rings and then the onion rings, they say like they're, they're $18. So I'm like, all right, you know, usually onion rings, about $12. You add an extra six. We're in South Beach. All right. rings, right? So bam, you order that. And then they tell you something like, oh, you know, you can get two margaritas for $40. And they're the large ones. So you can share it with someone or you can drink them yourself. So you can get two large margaritas for $40. And then bam, you got your onion rings and these two large margaritas. And right there in your head, you're like, this is $60. But then when the tab and the check comes, it's fucking $220. It's like, how the fuck? And then you look at it. And for some reason, they have some fucking magic or voodoo number that even though it clearly says two margaritas, $40, onion rings, $20, and then like tax gratuity. And then it's, it ends up being 224, but it makes sense. Like, how the fuck are you doing this? How do, how did you make $60 turn into 224? Well, if you look here, we got to add gratuity. Yeah, but gratuity doesn't add $180 to the tab. But if you look closely, there's also tax. Yeah, it doesn't. Well, I mean, we'll pull out a calculator and I'll show you. And then when they do the math, it, 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 it checks out. <laughs> How the fuck does two margaritas and onion rings run me $224? There was no crab legs in the shit. Oh, price gouging. Also, when someone takes off their glasses and puts them in the case and starts to talk, oh, a homeless tax, new shit. <laughs> hey, you know what? The draft pod right there, man. You got a point, man. When somebody, t- that's very Denzel Washington, right? Like that's that smooth, like, let me tell you something, man. <laughs> you know why it's the end of an argument when someone takes off their glasses slowly? Because that's grounds that a fight's about to break out. So it's like, let him have his say. 
and move the fuck on. Let me tell you something, man. You're talking shit. All right? <laughs> who the fuck carries a glasses case around anyway? A dangerous man, that's who. All right, there you go. Uh, that was the show, guys. Thank you very much for tuning in. We do this every single day, 6 p.m., where we talk shit as a community. We just get together and just talk shit for 30 minutes. All right? I'll see you guys tomorrow, 6 p.m. Oh, let me go ahead and make some announcements of the shows. Uh, Monday, Red Bar Comedy Night, 8 p.m. Tuesday, Sweet Caroline Comedy Night, where Mr. 74 was, uh, 8 p.m. Wednesday, we're back at Pilos in Wynwood. Thank you, The Draft. Appreciate it. Uh, and then on uh, Friday, we're at Fun Dimension. And then Saturday, we're back at Focal. All right, so we've got comedy shows lined up back to back. Oh, yeah, and next Sunday... We're talking about dating for those that are single. Uh, if you want to, you know, if you want to talk shit about what it's like to date these days, uh, cupidsofcomedy.com. It's a virtual show this coming Sunday, 6 p.m. All right, I'll see you guys next time. Have a great night. Bye, everybody. <laughs>